It's time for drive through cinema. Each week, we discuss the film on the drive to the cinema and review it on the way back. So, buckle up. Join me. I'm your host, Raquel, and my friend for this journey. Welcome to a new episode of Drive Through Cinema. I'm Raquel, your host and driver, and with me is Oscar. Hey, Oscar, welcome to the show. Hello, excited to be on it. <laughs> Hopefully, what we won't crash today. <laughs> um, yeah, well, so tonight we're going to see Mid 90s, uh, which is a film by Jonah Hill. It is directorial debut. He also wrote it. I'm not sure whether he's written a film before, but he's definitely not directed one before. Yeah, um, so you'll know Jonah Hill from um, a bunch of comedy films, especially, I guess, Superbad, was it, was it in 2007? Yeah. Jump Street. Yeah, so he's been he's been in a lot of stuff. I think mainly comedy-ish. Yeah, so he's definitely really a comedy actor I think although I haven't really seen him in anything for the last few years so maybe he's changed a bit well he did say that what he wants to really like he's always wanted to be a filmmaker well, uh, watching the trailer for this it didn't really seem like that much of a comedy like the vibes I got from it was um, like the person being a wallflower which is like it's definitely like a drama it maybe like has hints of comedy but it's definitely more of a drama, and that's definitely what I what I got from this. Although, don't really know what it's about too much. It, it looks like well, it's a coming of age drama um, about skateboarders in the '90s in LA. It's about as much as I know. Shot in 60 millimeter, four by three. Love a bit of four by three. Yeah. So, um, coming of age dramas. Do you like them? I, I know you do. You know I do. That's a massive leading question. Yes, I love coming-of-age dramas. Both films I've made at uni have been coming-of-age dramas. Um, yeah, I don't know. I suppose there's just something about them that I suppose everyone has come of age at some point, um, and I think it's just something that everyone can relate to. So whether, obviously, you get like lots of indie coming-of-age dramas, but they're also like really mainstream, like even like something like Love, Simon from last year, or lots of, I mean, lots of films are coming of age. Like, even when you think about it, The Last Jedi is a coming of age film. So, spoiler alert, having Rey realise that, like, the identity of her parents and actually, like, she doesn't have some big, like, magical force that makes her special. It's just, like, herself. She's just, like, a regular person. Um, that's definitely like a coming of age narrative because it's her realizing like she just has to stand on her own two feet and essentially grow up and become an adult rather than rely on like this magical the forced mm -hmm. thing. So, what would you say are some other um, kind of staple elements of coming of age films? Ah, well, there's a Mark Commode uh, documentary on BBC iPlayer. Uh, that literally breaks down what a coming of age film is, but I haven't watched it yet. It's been, <laughs> it's, it's been on my list, and it's got like three months till it disappears off iPlayer. So I'm gonna, I am gonna watch it. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, they're quite. I mean, I suppose they all star people aged between like ten and twenty generally. Like sometimes you do have older ones. Um, like there's a. A novel I studied at uh, sixth form called *The Kite Runner*, um, and that's the coming of age drama. That's like a coming of age, yeah, drama. Well, can it not be a drama? Yeah, it can. 
um, about oh damn what's the main time character called I think he's called Assad I think he's called Assad and it's set in like a damn where is it set where's it set is it Afghanistan I don't know it might be Afghanistan um, and it's uh, it's about like when like the Russians invaded in the 90s but it follows his life from when he's like 10 to when he's like 30 so although it it does like feature him when he's a 10 year old like due to the themes that built throughout the novel like the catharsis mm. of and the payoff of all this is like when he's 30 so although he is an adult I would say he's not probably come of age until the end of the novel when he is that old but I suppose yeah most of them are like between 10 and 20 like you get like the younger end so things like Billy Elliot um, obviously he's like 12 or whatever in that then you do get them you get like people in the middle so like Love Simon he's like what like 17 um, the edge of 17 she, yeah, it's literally in the title she's 17 <laughs> um, I don't know what are some other ones well there's loads and loads of coming. This was um, uh, compared as well to Boyhood. I haven't watched Boyhood actually. Yeah, I've not seen it either. It, it was on my Netflix list. I don't know whether it's disappeared off Netflix now, but I definitely want to watch it. Um, yeah, so um, just moving on or maybe moving back to mid-90s as well. It does seem like it, like obviously it starts from like, I don't know, and I think it's something to do with um, coming of coming of age um, films that it starts with like um, there's definitely this kid who lives in kind of a um, conflictive environment that like you can see from the trailer yeah. um, that he's got issues with his brother there's yeah. a, just a single I mom mean, yeah although every like like I said everyone comes of age which is like why everyone can relate to it and I suppose in real life like in a film, a coming of age is normally like an event and it occurs over like a few months. Like in real life, like coming of age is like a process that occurs over like, it's not a binary thing, it occurs over like years. Mm. Um, but I think like coming of age dramas definitely, like you tend to have some kind of like broken home type thing or like even like Love, Simon, where like the, like the whole thing was that he was gay even though he's he has like a very like cute middle-class domestic family mm -hmm. family setup so it's and i mean i suppose in every narrative ever the characters have turmoil but um yeah i think it's basically like you have to you you don't come of age and you don't become like thematically an adult until you've like come over some kind of some kind of hardship and again yeah, like it normally involves some a broken home or like dear evan hansen the broadway musical that involves like uh, so he's like got like heavy anxiety and he finds it hard to um, like relate and find his place in the world and I suppose that's also what coming of age dramas are really about it's mm -hmm. about finding where you fit fit into the world um, and yeah finding like who, who you are and who you're meant to be I suppose yeah um, so um what are your expectations for mid 90s then what um, do you think I don't it's gonna know. be like i've not really read any reviews i think i'm not sure so like i don't really know it like obviously it's jonah hill's directorial debut so i don't really know what he's like as a filmmaker um like i said i got like um perks been a wall the wallflower vibes i did quite like that and like i say i did like coming of age films but sometimes 
films like this, and it is set in like LA featuring skateboarders, so I don't know whether that bit is going to be boring. But I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I would say um, I do. I do from the trailer. I think it's going to look good. It at least looks really nineties. Yeah. I, oh, I watched trailer and I immediately thought of uh, the people with O.J. Simpson. So it definitely looks authentically nineties. Even like with the, like it's you can tell like the cut with the color grading and the four by three. It's like meant to be like oh nineties. Yeah. So it already looks like they've at least nailed the fact that it is mid 90s <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we've just arrived at the cinema so we'll just leave you with the trailer and then we'll um chat about our immediate review as soon as we get out of the film out of the front of my stove uh, i think you're tough and shit you're just a little kid how long have you been friends with those guys a couple months <laughs> they're really cool Thunder. You're so cute. You're like at the age before guys become dicks. Right, so we just got out of the cinema um, from watching mid-90s. So, what were your uh, first impressions? Uh, I thought it was amazing. Mm -hmm. In my, my, I don't know, what films have I seen thus far this year? I was going to say it's the best film I've seen thus far, but I don't know, I'd have to think about it. Anyway, it was really incredible. It was quite a small story as opposed to like, I don't know, like Avengers or something where it's like, ah, oh, the end of the universe. Like it felt like really massive stakes. And it mm. was like, yeah, despite being a small story, it was really gripping. Like I was there like biting my hand and like holding my knees at different points. Cause I was like, oh man. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm like so shocked that Jonah Hill's directorial debut was that good. And it's like he should clearly be behind the camera more. And it's like, although bits of it were funny, it wasn't a comedy. It was just like funny as in, oh yeah, that bit's funny. Um, yeah, so um, saying, oh, it was such a, um, yeah, definitely did feel like the stakes of the story were good. We didn't say what the story was because we didn't know. Um, but roughly, I guess, yeah, we did say um, before we got into the film that it was about this guy who kind of, what, um, hangs out with this... Um, skaters. Skate, skaters. Um, and then I suppose, well, the thing is, there isn't really much more story to it than that. It's just this, like, kid who's, like, hanging out with these guys who are, like, skaters and older than him and cooler than him. And it's because he has, like... I know like problems with his brother and clearly like his relationship with his mum isn't what it was um but I suppose it's like I suppose everyone like can relate to that just like trying to hang out with the older cooler kids but I think yeah because he's like a pre like he's not even a he's pre, like 12 he's yeah like, he's a pre sin and like I think they do a really really good job portraying that yeah um because it's it a felt, really it hard felt age. almost like verite verite style. yeah like it was very much the, the cutting style between scenes reminded me a bit of First Man. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, I just... It was like a uh, US version of This Is England. Very, I got very much This Is England vibes, and there was one scene where I was like, this scene is like directly out of This Is England. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, um, I really, really enjoyed it as well. I feel like the length was also really good. Like, I feel like yeah, it, it was... is a small story. And it is a short film, like just of like if one hour and twenty minutes, if that. And um, I feel it was like the pace was really, really good. Um, the colors and the cinematography, like 
it genuinely looked like it could have been like filmed by one of the characters. Yeah, it was very 90s, like the whole, there was a really, ah, oh, when his mum said blockbuster, I was like, what a reference. <laughs> yeah, it just hit the right spots, I think. Um, and even for us, like we've not lived in, in the 90s, What's like we do, I did for two years. Mm, yeah, but it's not the same thing. Can't can't remember any of it. My my first memory is from when I uh, it was from two thousand. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So um. Well, I think overall the film was just I don't know. It was really I, really I, something. It's, yeah, it's really hard to describe. Yeah, um, I feel all of the characters like it was just... were developed in their own way like you can see that each of them has got a completely different thing and like they all have uh, nicknames and even though the film is short you do get to see each of them mm. um in a different way. i do feel like maybe the brother could have used with a bit more yeah you um, development especially because i mean maybe spoiler alert like two thirds three quarters of the way through the film uh stevie or sunburn uh he's the lead and his brother like kind of had like a big fight and then the brother just like started crying and it kind you kind of got hints that like the brother wasn't really happy with his life and didn't know what he was doing and was just like had a breakdown but yeah it didn't really didn't really expand on that but it was it was so obviously semi-autobiographical there's one character called fourth grade who was like a filmmaker and it's like oh i suppose he's meant to be jonah hill although i feel like Jonah Hill probably put a lot of himself into yeah. into Stevie. Like it was, it was just so obviously just like Jonah Hill telling his life of how when he grew up in nineties LA and went skateboarding. Mm -hmm. um, I I'd be really interested to like Google it and find out what they're like. Yeah, I feel also the, there were um, a few kind of I don't know like elements like they mentioned the Simpsons and like if you go in mm. Jonah Hill's um, Wikipedia page it says like oh he always wanted to write episodes for the Simpsons and like stuff like that yeah so I feel like there are some bits that are definitely I don't know just like amazing and it's such a it's such an easy one of those films that you just like it's great but it's really hard to describe sort of like it's not it's, the same it's but like, really hard to describe i think is it kind of like you know like breakfast club breakfast club is really hard to describe although considering how much i like coming of age films and popular opinion breakfast club's a bit overrated controversial i will say and um, it was the first of its type films like this just like so many people and like lots of my family are like this they're like oh why would i want to watch an indie film when i can watch like big explosion cgi blockbuster and it's like films like this just remind you like i mean obviously you get some boring indie films like get some boring uh, studio films but films like this that just prove like how good like some indie filmmaking is and it's like the best film I've seen this year and to be fair I probably haven't seen that big that many big studio films this year um, but it's definitely like it's definitely far much better than say like something like Ant-Man and the Wasp from last year and that's like a millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars film and then then this like small film I think was like much more like gripping and it's like i think it is because it is just like a slice of life as to why maybe it is so gripping because again like there wasn't really a story i mean there was a bit but it was very loose bones but that doesn't mean it wasn't amazing yeah i feel like what they were trying to achieve like they def definitely did it yeah they um, got it I did, watching the trailer, I was like, mm, I really hope this isn't, like, boring. Yeah, I, I we watched the trailer earlier, and I was like, to be honest, I don't know whether it will be a bit boring. And also, um, like, what's another, so another, like, coming-of-age film 
set in LA in the 90s and the ghettos and stuff is Boys in the Hood and I always found Boys in the Hood like a bit boring um, but no this was just like very very good Was there anything that you thought that could have been better? Oh I don't know I definitely remember thinking like oh I, I wish they like expanded on that a bit more I think I think you're right I'd have liked to see more about the brother oh well right at the end of the film after an incident um, the Stevie doesn't have a scene with his mum again and I wanted Stevie to have another scene with his mum although he did have one with the brother and that was really good I think that's probably like just about said maybe like explore a bit more of his relationship with his family overall the film was just it, I, I mean we've said it like 10 times now but it was just so beautifully done it was and I think there was some really gripping like the... there were some really gripping moments like the whole cinema would just go like oh, no yeah. that's just not I, about to happen I, I was like speaking quite loudly like oh no and like I was get, I was being like I wonder whether the people behind me are really annoyed and like I said I was like biting my hand at bits um, and at the same time uh, even though there were like really like moments with a lot of suspense and like oh my god what's what's gonna happen now film was really brutal at times as well yeah and it had some really like poignant it's moments it's basically like i'm a big fan of coming of age films and like films i've made have been those and um if i wrote that script i'd be like well chuffed with myself <laughs> yeah well um and I also like really appreciated that even though it had really tense moments, when it was funny, it committed to be funny. Yeah. And it was like just the right tone. And and also like lastly, I would say the performances were just. just oh yeah, so they were just good. Yeah, and it's like if it really felt real. Like I said, it was very like verite and a slice of life, and it was just like, like the like awkwardness and especially like Stevie like like trying to be friends with a big old kid and then how like they kind of like took the mick out of him and then he kind of just like felt sad but then brushed it off like like I remember that happening in my life like it's really it, it was extremely relatable yeah. and then like the aesthetics as well like big fan of like the film look four by three uh if you know me I, I'm a fan of four by three uh <laughs> big defender when it's used for an aesthetic purpose like this and I think it really works yeah so um, I guess the last thing is, what would you rate it out of five? Yeah, five. I don't. You give don't, it a five. I don't see any reason. What, like I said, you said, um, how could it be improved? And we had like a few small notes. So yeah, five. Five. Okay. I think I'd give it a four point five. Oh, I didn't know whether we were going to do 4.5. Oh, yeah, 5. we can do What's points. What's the point of doing four point five out of five? You might as well just do it out of ten and say nine well, out of ten. It's because. Um, letterboxed for anyone who's in that amazing ah. social media platform lets you do have um, you just have Beth walking by if you remember <laughs> her from us episode uh, from our episode she didn't even us. see us yeah she didn't see us that time yeah I give it 10 out of 10 stroke <laughs> 5 out of 5 stroke 3 out of 3 or however many 100, 100 out of 100 basically just as many stars as the system allows well, amazing. Um, so thanks very much for coming on the podcast. Hope you liked it. Um, and I hope every, anyone that's listening to it likes it as well. If you have any comments, do review us. And if you liked it or not, um, that, is, that would be a massive help. We're and do also... go see Big 90s, because like I said, it's the type of film that people probably look at and like, I'm not going to see that. That's boring. I'm going to see the next Marvel blockbuster. And obviously, next Marvel blockbuster blockbuster is endgame i'm definitely gonna see that as well hype but films like this should be seen it's great like i'm so glad we saw it on the big screen as well 
Yeah, I am, yeah, definitely, like, 100% go see this film. It's, yeah, as you say, um, one of the films that maybe wouldn't get noticed. Um, oh. And, yeah, thanks very much, and see you again next week. This was Drive Through Cinema. Join me again next week when we talk about our expectations and review yet another film.